day. What a good day. Glad to have you on board. Bill Michael Show. Sun is shining. Loving it outside right now. Walked out on the uh, the balcony during the break and just kind of felt some of the warm air. And I know know that pneumonia front is coming, but uh, it doesn't really matter. Enjoying it right now. But uh, they say it's between about an hour from now to 4 o'clock, somewhere in there, it's going to hit. And uh, I've had a couple people say, what is a pneumonia front? It's when it drops like 15 or 20 degrees in a matter of an hour, I think is what the the technical term for it is. That's where it comes from. I don't know. I'd really, I think I'd only heard of it once or twice prior to yesterday and today. So, uh, but it's coming. It's coming. Hey, uh, I'll tell you this. I was out and about this morning, stopped over, and uh, I had to, I was out of tea, the the uh, Arizona sweet tea. I love that stuff. I was out of that, so I went over uh, and picked up a couple of cans uh, over at uh, Quick Trip today. And I just wanted to get out of the house. So I went over, and, uh, again, you're standing in line. You know, you've got, uh, you know, guy sitting there that's picking up the eye gogs. Uh, it looked like a construction worker, somebody that was going to be outside today. And not that he knew me or anything, but he picked up the eye gogs. And the woman up front, you know, says, oh, do you have a quick rewards card? You can get in on the uh, Sea-Doo Spark Personal Watercraft Sweepstakes. And he went, what? And sure enough, you can sign up. You can win yourself a pair of 2023 Sea-Doo Spark Personal Watercrafts from Quick Trip. Just by walking in and grabbing yourself some iGogs eyewear, whether it's sunglasses or what have you, including the neons, do it with your quick rewards card and you are good to go. That includes the trailer, yes. But there is so much good stuff at Quick Trip. I'm walking through, and I'm looking at all the take-home specials, the fried chicken, the tenders, the bone-in, the hand-breaded, jumbo tenders, all that good stuff. Half-gallon of Nature's Touch orange juice, $1.99. The pizza, two for five bucks. Cinnamon rolls, four-count, three ninety-nine. Just so much good. I'm just in there just, I'm just drooling. But I love Quick Trip. Love going there. It's dangerous to me. But I love going there. <laughs> That's our friends at Quick Trip. And don't forget, stop in and get to anytime you're there. It doesn't matter what you're buying. Use your quick rewards card. You can always end up earning yourself some points to everything from, you know, less pain at the pump to a free cheeseburger. Who knows? Uh, Jason says, I agree, guys. It's not a rebuild. It just seems like the demands that the respect of everybody and people like all of this here in the organization, that it seems like uh, people are saying it's a rebuild. I, look. It's not. I don't think the Packers are in a rebuild. I don't want to get too deep into this. We've talked about this numerous times over the last few weeks. I don't feel it is. I think they have too much talent. Uh, I think the, the question mark are going, like we said in the coming into the show today, there's two question marks. One is, how good is Jordan Love? And two is, does Joe Barry take the foot off the gas, or put the foot on the gas and actually play more aggressively? That's it. That's it. That's it. By the way, the statistic up on the board right now, Ben, for uh, Doc Rivers, the former 76ers head coach, the most Game 7 losses in NBA history. Awesome. Five five for Pat Riley, who is second, only to Doc Rivers, who has 10. 10. 10 Game 7 losses in his career and zero titles to show for it. One title. Or one title. Excuse me, one title. One title to show for it. He's been eliminated in the Eastern Semis in each of the last three seasons. Oof. 
the Sixers have been eliminated in the Eastern semis for pretty much every year of my life, aside from the years <laughs> they didn't make the playoffs. So Doc Rivers out in Philadelphia. That was a big breaking news of the day. 877-867-1670. If you want to want to shoot us something, you can. Um, Michael, uh, Michael just said, what about Doc Rivers? Uh, Michael, no. I don't want Doc Rivers anywhere near, anywhere near the Bucks organization. Uh, this is from Aaron. Aaron, uh, a note to you, Ben. says, hey, Ben, good luck to you in the future. It's that simple. That's the only thing the email said. So Aaron wanted to make sure Thank he you gave you a shout-out. So. Yeah, we're creeping up here. Friday, we will start the countdown of one week away. Ooh. How is the uh, how is the search coming, by the way, for the next one Ben Kenny? I think it's going well. I think it might yeah. be completed. Okay. Again, I don't know if I am. I'm not at the forefront of it, so I would have to okay. check with the people before I at some point, make proclamation. I would assume that I should you know, make my way out to Madison sometime, maybe next week. Uh, 877-867-1670. Um, Bill, Gary Joe says Barry, it, by the way, speaking with the media right now. Oh, my God. Was uh, He was asked on if he ever thought he would not return for a third year. Quote, no. <laughs> <laughs> he also said... Uh, the inconsistencies are what got us last year. Are we going to play this back at all during this hour? I was thinking tomorrow because it might not wrap up. It just began recently, so it okay. might not have time to do I'm it. I'm hoping that we get Joe Barry at least today and then go back over it again tomorrow. Is Joe Barry speaking with a high-energy <laughs> tone? Oh, this is great. Joe Barry on having eight first-round picks on defense. Quote, what if we just had a roster of seventh-round picks? Would expectations not be high? Oh, my God. You don't answer a question with a question. That's condescending. Oh, my God. We're off to a roaring start. 2023 is just just rip-roaring right now. <laughs> well, I'm wondering, you, you started the hour speaking of this weather phenomenon that's going to happen. Yes. If it doesn't hit Milwaukee, are, are we going to start ripping meteorologists again? Uh, well, considering every one of them has warned us of the the uh, pneumonia front, uh, it, it yeah, it had better hit. It had better hit. All right, well, I look forward to that. Yeah, otherwise, I'm going to have to call our guy Benjamin. Benjamin Solak, uh, who is up in uh, – uh, or not Benjamin Solak. Uh, who, who's, the, who's the guy that we uh, – oh, the guy that uh, was up at uh, up in Green Bay, I think. God, I can't uh, – I don't God, remember this his is name. Terrible. I, God, I can't remember. This is terrible. I, I got to go back and go go look now. But uh, he was he was our our meteorologist up in Green Bay, and he said, "Hey, you got you got to quit killing us. I'll show you how forecasts are put together. I might take him up on that. I'm going to take a day. I'm going to go up to go up to one of the uh, the OTAs or the mini camps eventually, and 
I'll go uh, do the show. I'll do some locker room stuff afterwards, and I'm going to go over to the television station and learn how to put a forecast together. What? Here, very look while I stand in front of a green screen and we flash graphics. Well, no, I've already done that. Didn't you do that in journalism? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in we all did that. Yeah. And then you got to look to the monitor off to the side and the monitor in front. That's why I got into radio. And all the while keeping your eyes up near the, uh, the the bottom of the camera. So in case you had a teleprompter so you could see what it was. Yeah. Did all of that. I did television for a while. A very short while because I just didn't like it. It wasn't that I did, wasn't good at it. Just I didn't like it. It was it was it was too. It it's not free form. So it just it's every, everything. Every minute is scripted of what it is you do in TV. So not a not a huge fan. Now when I make appearances on TV, like I used to with ESPN, um, and you had they told you you had like a minute and a half of question and answers to get out your answer, then it was free-form answer. They were just asking you questions, and you gave them your opinion but or the facts. But, uh, but yeah, when I had to do sports and when I did news, oh, you know, you, you they're like, okay, you got 30 seconds, go. And you got to get all your information off of your notepad. Back then it was notepads. Now it's, you put it in your phone. Get it all off your notepad and be done with it. Get the facts, get the figures, you know, and then what's up next, you know, that type of thing. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. Did you ever do TV, Ben? Not professionally. No. Okay. Did it in yeah. school. Put yeah. together a newscast. They actually, uh, yeah. I didn't wear what I was supposed to wear, and they weren't happy with me. <laughs> I was doing. Did you the wear sports. stripes or polka dots? No, it's. I. They expected us to wear a suit or suit jacket. And, and listen, this is like right post COVID, and I must say, all of my nice clothes just kind of went out the window I, right. I admittedly didn't keep good care of them and i never had a reason to wear them because nothing was happening right. so right. i i wore a sweater and they were mad really there's nothing they really were going to do about it i was a student yeah but, well unless it's christmas time then you wear a christmas sweater and then they can't argue with you on it but other than that yeah i don't I can't remember the last time. I guess if you're up in Vermont doing s ski reports or something, you're wearing a sweater. I can understand that. I can't remember any sportscaster that I've ever seen wear a sweater. Good point. Something to, something to think about. Uh, <laughs> 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, Corey says, uh, hey, guys. What happens if Joe Barry's defense does play extremely well and the offense is just terrible? Does Matt LaFleur lose his job? That is not a scenario that I thought of. I have to be honest, Corey. You bring up a, you bring up a deeper than the, the, the average bear thought. How well, Again, like I always say, it, it, the circumstances will dictate the outcome. So if the defense plays great and the offense just sucks, is it then play calling and rhythm or is it the lack of development of Jordan Love? Ooh. That is a great question. 
I never thought of that. Ben, did you? Sorry, I never say that again. That. I'm reading Joe Barry so, quotes. Oh, my God. So, Corey asks, he said, what happens if Joe, Joe Barry's defense is lights out and the offense just sucks? Does Matt LaFleur lose his job? And I, I, I got to be honest, I have not thought of that particular scenario. I think no. I think we sit back and give LaFleur all the credit in the world for seeing the talent in Joe Barry. Um, <laughs> Keeping him around. Um, yeah, okay. Um, I, if, if they go down, like, man, that's a great question. That is a great question. I'd almost have to say, yeah. A subpar season with Aaron Rodgers backed up with a, a really subpar season offensively with Jordan Love. Um, you know, if we're seeing third and two, shotgun, empty backfield, still passing the ball downfield, and then we go, oh, this is Matt LaFleur's offense, yes, Matt LaFleur should be fired. But if we're seeing third and two, RPO, good rollout, got a guy wide open, and Jordan Love's just missing him, then no, I don't, you know. Those type of things that continually stall drives and therefore take the offense off the field, then I look at it as you get a get-out-of-jail-free card because of the development or lack thereof of Jordan Love. I think it's all about the circumstances dictating the outcome. So, but that is a great question. That is not something that I've even considered, to be honest with you. Really good question. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Today might not be the day if you're going to be out on the boat this afternoon when the pneumonia front comes roaring through and suddenly you're out there in a a swimsuit catching rays and all of a sudden you can cut glass with body parts because the cold has hit. But eventually, we are all going to be on the water. Oh, yes, we are. Skipper Buds, Pewaukee, they got boat sails of pontoons and yachts and cruisers and Mastercraft and Taiga and Smokercraft and all these different new and used boats. You name it, they have got it. Then there's the service side of things. And if you're looking for top-notch service, they get it in, they get it done, and they get it right. They put a whole new engine in my boat last year. You barely touch the key, and a thing fires up, and you can't even hear it running. It's so smooth. Perfect. The storage, ah, that speaks for itself. Get a hold of my buddy Todd over there. He's the GM. 262-544-1200. 262-544-1200. That's Skipper Buds out there in Pewaukee. They've got new. They've got used. They take boats on consignment. They've got it all out there. Skipper Buds, Pewaukee. And make sure you tell them the use uh, the- Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's your birthday. Oh, maybe it's not. But if it's your birthday, you got free T-shirt and a couple of beverages coming. If you head over on uh, a Sunday morning, you've got free pancakes coming. If you buy yourself a cocktail, they do all of that at the Social House on West Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. Dan Dell and his staff, awesome people. Love that place. 
Love it. Got a, got a lot of traveling around to do uh, coming up here over the next few weeks. That's for damn sure to a lot of our good sponsors and a lot of good people that we work with. But uh, Social House, Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls, great. To, right on the uh, the verge of, like, Brookfield, right there on Lisbon Road, right between Brookfield and Menominee Falls. But uh, stop in and tell them we said hi. Great place, great people. And uh, they have music there on uh, the afternoons. The patio is now open. The garage doors are wide open. Bring it on in. I'm sure they'll close them once the pneumonia front comes through and makes everybody's, you know, nipples cut glass. But beyond that, the social house, the place to go. Good stuff. 877-867-1670, By the way, uh, Ben, I thought you would appreciate this. Our buddy Justin, uh, who you met out in uh, at the golf outing, uh, says that he would rather have Rich Basaccia coach the Bucks than Doc Rivers. <laughs> so. I think I agree. Yeah, so he said, uh, yeah, oh, my God, don't let Doc Rivers anywhere near uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. And I would agree with that. I would agree with that. The most Game 7 losses in NBA history by a coach belong to none other than Doc Rivers, who has 10 of them, 10 disappointing Game 7s that have just crushed that coaching career. He's got some Aaron Rodgers to him where, you know, he won a title in 2008, but as the years go by and the playoffs continue, the failures continue to pile up, the shine mm-hmm. kind of goes away eventually. Yeah. Yep. That's how I describe him. Yeah. And let's be honest, in 2008, he was... He was carried. Loaded with talent. Oh, they carried him to a title. 100%. Yeah. Loaded. Steven Jackson, uh, his former player, posted a video yesterday after the game before the firing that back in Boston, he would tell the guys to do something during the huddle, and then the team would get out on the court, huddle up, and say, okay, this is what we're actually going to do. Right. (laughs) Yeah, uh, he was loaded. They had Jackson and Ray Allen shooting from the outside, and um, oh, God, um, Garnett. It's a, it's possible. Yeah, Kevin Garnett. Thank you Paul very much. Pierce. Yes. Rondo. They were loaded. Wait, Rajon Rondo was a great player, and Paul Pierce was solid, and and then Kevin Garnett in the middle, and yeah, that was that was some work dogs right there. They had a hell of a team. Hell of a team. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um. Uh, Anthony says, uh, who has more legacy at stake, Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers? That's not even a question because Jordan Love doesn't have a legacy right now. You could probably say who has more legacy at stake, Brian Gutekinds or Aaron Rodgers. Because Gutekinds' legacy will forever be tied to Jordan Love because of the pick, you know, trading up to get him in the first round and – you know, when that set into motion, everything that was going wrong with Aaron Rodgers. So I think it would, the, the, the better question would be not necessarily Jordan Love, but, you know, Brian Gutekinds and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, you know, if he goes, let's say he has another season similar to or a little worse than last year. I mean, the legacy of Rodgers would be that the Packers got rid of him at the right time, maybe a year too late. 
and everything that they, and if Jordan Love has a solid season specifically, then the Packers made the right move, and the legacy was Aaron Rodgers, much like Brett Favre, went to New York, played okay, didn't really do or live up to the billing. It's just another former Green Bay Packer quarterback coming to the Big Apple and failing and then riding off into the sunset with a buttload of money. And that would be the legacy of Aaron Rodgers. Now, it wouldn't take away from the greatness that he had and four MVPs and a Super Bowl title and all of that kind of stuff. It wouldn't diminish his time in Green Bay. And certainly he's a Hall of Famer and a Packers Hall of Famer and probably going to get his number retired and everything. But the end of the legacy will be for everything you had to put up with from him, it, his talent then after those two years never lived up to the worth of what a pain in the ass he was. You know? So, yeah, I, I probably more of Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers' legacy for the most part, you know. Now, the only way he can expound upon it would be, let's say he has mass success or takes, God forbid, takes the Jets to a Super Bowl and wins it. Oh, then his legacy grows exponentially. At that point in time, granted, he's signing that contract extension with the, the, the Jets right now, but you got to assume, I think if he wins the Super Bowl there, he rides off into the sunset. He hoists the trophy high and says, peace out. There is no better way to go out. This is what he's always wanted. He will have taken two franchises to Super Bowls, won both of them, most likely ends up with the MVP of both of them. You know, I... I, I got to think that the legacy would then grow. And because it happens in New York to a franchise who hasn't seen a Super Bowl trophy since Joe Namath probably ran it across his face, um, it, it would be just historic. The confetti falling in the you know canyon of champions, it just would be obscene. So while his legacy is not going to be overly diminished, should it be a failure in New York, it can grow exponentially if he should win one in New York. In the meantime, Brian Gutekinst, he's hoping that he moved on at the right place at the right time and drafted the right guy to replace the legend. You know? Uh, Rick says, I think Goody's a good GM, but the love pick could bite him in the ass if it does not work out. Oh, Rick, I 100%. There is, that's why Jordan Love is going to get, if you look at things like the question before was from Corey, who said, Hey, Bill, you know, if, if let's say Joe Barry's defense is lights out and the offense is terrible, do you, do you then fire Matt LaFleur being the offensive play caller and subsequent head coach and, you know, lackluster record and blah, blah, blah. You, you probably are going to give who's got a longer leash. Jordan Love or Matt LaFleur? Matt LaFleur is buying himself some time, but last year might have been at least half of the get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, if Jordan Love plays terrible, they've only got him for a couple of years. They can still get out from underneath him. But the leash for Jordan Love might be longer than Matt LaFleur if Jordan Love shows signs of being what they can be. Now, if none of those things, none of those flashes ever come to pass, well, then you can just say that was a mistake, cut bait, and move on. I would appreciate and respect that move a lot more. 
But uh, if they look bad because the offense is stagnant and the play calling is bad, then you're probably looking at Matt LaFleur being out the door. But that's 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 a that's a great question. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, interesting article. Excuse me. Interesting article. I saw a Pro Football Talk, and uh, it was a um, little bit of a I told you so. And if you didn't read it, didn't hear about it, didn't talk about it, we will tell you about it when we come back. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. It's a Brewers game, concert downtown, anything in the area, or just a great date night out, or maybe you just want terrific Italian food. Can't go wrong. Either place, Calderon Club, and so in Giorgio, Pizzeria Napolitana, 838 Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee. Downtown Milwaukee, both places, absolutely fantastic. Whether it's the spaghetti and meatballs, the chicken, Marsala, which is to die for, the sashina. Spicy Sashina, which is uh, awesome, or the pizzas over at San Giorgio. It just, you can't go wrong. Just uh, hopefully your mouth is watering and you head down there. But uh, Calderon Club and San Giorgio, both fine, fine, fine Italian establishments right here in our own backyard, which is uh, downtown Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 877 867 1670. So uh, here's something for you. Uh, Rich Basaccio, by the way, uh, talking to, uh, about Mason Crosby, said we're still in conversation. He's not on anybody's team yet. We'll see what the future holds. I've said that all along. I think this is what's going to happen because I know there was the the uh, post over the weekend that said, you know, Molly Crosby, and for the most part, she's right, that the door has not completely shut, but it's looking more and more like Mason's not going to be back. But this is what's going to happen. They're going to bring in, obviously, you know, whom they drafted and a couple other guys, and they're going to kick and kick and kick and kick and kick. And if somebody doesn't stand out as overwhelmingly accurate, there could be a good possibility that Mason Crosby comes back to kick field goals, and maybe you keep a kicker for kickoffs just to have a strong-legged guy there. and Who knows? But that could happen. But they I, I never thought that they would just say, Mason, you're done, we're, we're out. Because kicking is such a fickle thing. And look at the kickers that the, the Bears went through after they said, ah, Robbie Gold, you're, you're past your prime. Gold has done nothing but have success in San Francisco ever since. You know? Um. Hell, even uh, even the the Patriots struggled after getting rid of Adam Vinatieri because of salary ca- uh, salary cap uh, casualty. So I I'm not closing the door on Mason Crosby never being back with the Green Bay Packers. I just don't I don't think I would do that. Not yet. Not until the season's underway, and there isn't uh, anything else going on. Um, just just an FYI. Uh, so anyway, uh, Devontae Adams uh, did an interview with The Ringer, 
don't know if anybody saw this, but the the question was was asked of him, you know, about being a product of Aaron Rodgers. And now I didn't hear it; I read it. Okay, it it doesn't sound like really ill will for Aaron Rodgers, but anybody that ever had any doubt about the talent of Devontae Adams and basically distancing himself from Aaron Rodgers. He said, now, you know, the the argument was always that, you know, Devontae Adams, who, by the way, last year led the league in receiving touchdowns, had a career high in yards per catch, first-team All-Pro for the uh, third straight year, and he did it all without Aaron Rodgers. And he admits he did not like the perception, you know, like many people say, well, how good was Jerry Rice and how good was Joe Montana? Because one without the other, both succeeded. How good were they together? Blah, blah, blah. He's, he's like, look, I'm, I'm, I'm me. I'm Devonta Adams. I'm the best receiver. I'm great. I don't need Aaron Rodgers. Now he doesn't mean it in a derogatory way. I would assume I don't, at least I don't think that's the case, but he says now people can't say that. That'll never be the narrative ever again. It proved that I am me. A quarterback doesn't make me, I make me. And I can do it consistently at this level. That's why last season meant a lot. Now, here's the consistency comment versus the hypocrisy of what he's about to say. He said, even if I went out and played like dog stuff this year, they can't say it because now I've already proved it throughout the course of an entire season, played every game, and put together a resume that says, I do not need Aaron Rodgers. You can all you can erase all the numbers. You can just write in he didn't need Aaron Rodgers. That's from Devontae Adams. And a year, year later, the Packers are now going to say, well, you didn't need Aaron Rodgers either. So we'll see if the Packers can say that. But, yeah, it's uh, very emphatic about saying, hey, he didn't make me. You know, just like, you know, Rodgers the same way when uh, early on in his career when he started to have success. And, uh, you know, all the questions were coming, you know, hey, Aaron, um, you know, boy, how was it? How much how much did you grow? How much did you learn? How much better did you get because of the Mike McCarthy quarterback school, which I still find somewhat ridiculous. Speaking of Mike McCarthy, not going to be at the OTAs. Apparently he had a pretty serious surgery. Did you read that, Ben? That Mike McCarthy. Uh, I'd seen I, it. I, I, yeah, I guess there's some real concerns for his health that he had back surgery. Now, when I, I read that initially and I. I saw that, you know, for health concerns, the first thing you think of is he's gotten so big that he's having heart issues. But it wasn't. It was back issues, which could also be due in part to being, you know, rather larger. But, uh, but yeah, Mike McCarthy, to, to miss the OTAs because of the severity of the back surgery and what they needed to do for him. So interesting stuff there. But anyway, going back to it. Um, I remember having that conversation. Uh, I was standing in a group of reporters, microphones all in Aaron Rodgers' face, and question after question after question. You know, they they had gone to and won a Super Bowl, and, you know, then it regurgitated again. You know, hey, Aaron, how much did you learn, you know, after having a great season, and you're even better this year? And this was in the year in which they went 15-1 or 14-1 or whatever. And, you know, hey, this is great, and you're you're spectacular, and, you know, how much was it because of the Mike McCarthy quarterback school? And what did he teach you? And and afterwards, I was sitting there talking to him about it, and he, he took great offense to the fact he said, look, I'm, I'm good. 
I know I'm good. I'm a, I'm a damn good quarterback. I took things that I saw with Brett. I took things that I saw from Mike. I took things that I saw when he talked about different quarterback coaches he's had throughout the year and throughout his career. It's like, I took it all. That's me. I developed it. I worked hard. I did all the work. You know, he, he was emphatic, man. Like, don't, don't tell me how great Mike McCarthy is. He was, even back then, he was emphatic about it, about saying, look, this is me. So Devontae Adams very much sounding the same in saying, hey, I'm, I'm a hell of a, a wideout. I don't need anybody. Just throw me the ball and I'll go get it. 877-867-1670. If by chance you want to chime in, phone lines are open. Please feel free. Go ahead and hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. However, coming up next, yeah, we're going to figure out what we missed. What did we miss? Our, uh, our own uh, Ben Kenny going to chat with us. Uh, when we come back, uh, by the way, and uh, if you want, oh, David says uh, two kickers. Are you kidding me? Back to the days of Mike Sherman and his double punters. I'm only saying it could, it could be a possibility. Remember, they were going to, going to do it last year, and I can't remember the kicker's name off the top of my head. But he ended up getting hurt, so Mason Crosby had to kick off because Mason Crosby from 40 and in, or from 49 and in, was one of the most accurate kickers in the National Football League last year. So it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. We've seen it happen before if, indeed, you have the roster spot. I mean, you don't, that's not in a perfect world, but it could happen if, by chance, you got kickers who can't consistently make kicks. For You, know, you take points off the boards, man. That's, that's tough. And you're giving over that extra seven yards of field position. You don't want to do that. So I can see it happening on the outskirts. If indeed they can't find a kicker consistently enough to be able to put the ball through the uprights in the weather that is Green Bay. 877-867-1670. Find us. We would love to hear from you again. 877-867-1670. Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it. program a reminder coming up this friday we're going to be live at road america and really looking forward to it the vintage cars get going come on out and get yourself a ticket to the vintage weekend get yourself a season pass the indy cars are getting ready to roar come mid-june you've got the xfinity series coming up in uh, in july you've got imsa you've got so many good things going on out at road america campsites are available i'm bringing the rv so really looking forward to all of this, all of it coming up. Uh, Friday, though, it kicks off uh, the race season for us. Friday, this Friday, May 19th, we are going to be doing the Bill Michael Show live from Road America. We're going to be up in the uh, in the tower, if you will, in the media center. But we're really, really looking forward to getting back out there. So uh, it'll be a vintage weekend. <laughs> I can't wait. Cannot wait. I love that place. That's our friends at Road America and company. Go to roadamerica.com. That's roadamerica.com for all the racing information in your 2023 season pass and such. Uh, Ramiz Ahmed was the kicker. Thank you very much, Brett. Ramiz Ahmed was the kicker last year that uh, was going to do kickoffs, and Mason Crosby was going to handle the uh, field goal um, opportunities. And instead, uh, Ahmed went down pulling a hamstring in warm-ups. So there you go. 
877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? Do it. Let's get into what did we miss? All right. Uh, today might be a sad day uh, for the state of our country and our sporting world. The the NFL announced, reported by the Wall Street Journal and others as well, that Peacock will now exclusively carry an NFL playoff game. Kind of like what the MLB is doing with Apple TV+. Plus. Now the game will be available on the NBC stations in the markets of the two teams playing. Kind of okay. like how the Amazon Prime thing works. However, right. if you are out of that market and or a fan and you live elsewhere, you want to watch, you have to subscribe to Peacock. Man, I can see... I can see, uh, and I never thought I would say this, I can see streaming services or secondary markets getting half of an NFL schedule eventually if they pay more money than CBS and NBC and Fox. Uh, I just, we are taking more and more and more games away from over the air and putting them on streaming services because the services are making gobs and gobs and gobs of money. And now it's it's because most of the streaming services are as bad as or worse than cable. Because it started off where you could just get, you know, 10 bucks a month, 12 bucks a month and it was commercial free and whatever and now it's all commercials all the time and it's just it's there's no difference. Oh, so, specific pe- pe- commercials because they have all your information. That's where Amazon Prime scares me. Yeah. Say, hey, come watch a game on Amazon Prime so we can quite literally market well, it, directly to you because we know what you buy. All drug commercials. For you. That's all oh, for the most part. For yeah, me, it's I don't all do golf. drugs. I don't do any of that crap. Oh, is it really? Oh, all yeah. golf stuff? Oh yeah. I mean I have not bought any drugs from Amazon Prime. Well then again I I, I pay for <laughs> premium service for free. But like with Hulu, it's all drugs. It's all drugs. It's for everything from A1C down to erectile dysfunction. I mean, that's all it is. Drugs, 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 drugs. It's just, that's it. That's it. Here's what I think the end game is. I I think we get to a point where CBS is Paramount Plus, NBC is Peacock, and they're still obviously on on the air normally. Uh, ESPN is ESPN Plus. I just think eventually you are going to have to be subscribed to all of these channels to watch all the games where Mm -hmm. ESPN maybe stops even airing games on ESPN or cable's just gone and they're only on ESPN plus. So then it's all like the, uh, the big 10 CBS game, NBC game, Fox game. And you're going to have to be subscribed to all of them in order to watch each one. That's what I think is going to happen. And it's not crazy. Not fun. Not fun. Um, All right. The next one, I I'm sending you the tweet. I, I think this is a you-should-read-it situation uh, along the lines of some Trevor Bauer incidents and things of that nature. Oh, my God. There's an update in the Jackson Mahomes case, and I, I will give you the floor to read it. Oh, my God. Jackson Mahomes, the brother of Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, accused of grabbing a woman by the throat three times in disturbing new allegations, reportedly told his victim not to tell anybody. He then grabbed her by the throat, forcing her head back, and he kissed her and put his tongue in her mouth. What the hell kind of a creep dude is this? He did it two more times. And now it's caught on camera 
on a still photo. Recently arrested, charged with three counts of aggravated sexual battery, an additional count of misdemeanor battery. And on Monday, the uh, Johnson County District Judge Thomas Sunderland ordered the release of a redacted copy of the police affidavit, which states that Jackson grabbed the uh, Aspen Vaughn, is her name, by the throat, forcing her head back, kissed her, stuffed his tongue in her throat. There's the hors d'oeuvre you never ordered. Three times without her consent. And all according to separate reports uh, from the Kansas City Star. Now they got a a picture of it. Yeah. Uh, of him doing it. Not good. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's just looks bad. Where I, are they? In the office? In in her office. In her office? She owns the bar or the establishment. What kind of a, what kind of a creep is this dude? Yeah. Uh, I heard somebody, I forget who, I apologize. I heard someone bring up, why doesn't Patrick just pay him like two mil a year to go live in Montana? Like stay off the away. grid. Because he's in Kansas right. City doing all this crap. He's at all the games, right. grabbing attention to himself. Like if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm just like, dude, get out of here. You're right. a crazy person. Yep. Uh, or just say, uh, you ever do any of this again, I won't give you a dime. Or just not give him off. any money. What's he do? Uh, he's What's a, he do TikTok, a TikTok influencer. He's an asshat is what he is. <laughs> well, you're a TikTok influencer, Bill. Yeah, but I'm not an asshat. <laughs> well, it depends, I guess, on who you ask. But I have never grabbed a woman by the throat and stuffed my tongue down her throat. Well, that's, that's good just, to hear. That's nasty on every level. Yep, not good. Just what a, and he looks like a creep. Oh, if he just looks like a creep. Oh, if you'd seen any of his TikToks over the years that Mahomes is his brother's been in the NFL, I could have seen some of this coming. Like this, yeah. yeah. He thinks he's somebody because of because of his brother. Yep, the name. Yep. Um, all right, so we'll monitor that situation. I have a, I have a quote here from Adam Stenovich, the offensive coordinator of the Packers, speaking with the here media right now. I. Uh, Tell me, one of these names is not like the other. Uh, asked about who are the leaders on the Packers offense, Stenovich mentions five names. Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, Elton Beckins. Jenkins, A.J. Beckins. Dillon, and Josiah DeGuara. What? <laughs> so Jordan Love is not your new leader. Josiah DeGuara, the third-round draft choice, the Swiss Army knife that is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, well, is one of your leaders? Well, he was naming guys who played a lot of snaps. He didn't mean okay. to to omit love. It was more the addition okay. of DeGuara, which I will say, every time love has been on the field, like they have two rookie tight ends, awesome. Every time love's been out there in the preseason and regular season so far, he loves throwing to Josiah DeGuara. Could have a big year. Oh, my God. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. Got to buy the stock bill while you still one. can. He's a leader. Yeah. I, I I think if I'm right now, after that comment, I might sell. I'm selling high my Josiah DeGuara uh, jersey. Selling high. Hey, I'm going to put it out there and say, hey, he's a leader. He's one of the leaders of, of the offense. He's going to be the best third-round pick they've had in two decades. And then whoever stops laughing first can buy the jersey. I'll buy it. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tuesday's down. Wednesday's on the docket. 
Will Nolan Arenado, by the way, uh, nothing offensively out of uh, out of uh, Christian Yelich yesterday. Nolan Arenado, 9 for 17 with 11 RBIs during the span of which he's just beaten hell out of the baseball in four consecutive games. See what happens tonight. Time for us to go. Have a going. Hoop!